0: In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you, your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Two. I'll never back you. I'll never back you. I'll never back you. I get up, up, up when I'm leaving. I'll we'll never back you.
1: This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live.
0: face oh. oh.
1: Donald Trump says the illegal leaks indicate he will be arrested on Tuesday. He said in a social media post early on Saturday that illegal leaks from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office indicate that he will be arrested next week. He is calling for people to protest because that's going to go over real well. That's what you're supposed to do, right? I can't. I can't. The former president. put these remarks out from a report from NBC News said federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies were analyzing security assets, making plans to prepare for the possibility that Trump could be indicted next week by a Manhattan grand jury in connection with a $130,000 hush money payment he allegedly made to the porn actress Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign. Quote, illegal leaks from a corporate and highly or corrupt and excuse me, highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime, whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that, with no crime being able to be proven, and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors, fairy tale and faraway leading Republican candidate former president of the United States of America, will be arrested on Tuesday next week. Protest. Take our nation back, end quote. This is dangerous. This is incredibly dangerous. I mentioned before how Donald Trump just being in the race, just being a part of... The presidential race for 2024 is a bad idea. This last line, the quote, "Protest, take our nation back," in quote. This is beyond dangerous. We all saw what happened during January 6th. Matter of fact. I know Stephen and myself back in the day when this whole thing was being announced that they was going to have a rally right after the election and on, the, and on Capitol Hill and blah, 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 blah. We told all of y'all, we told everybody, don't go, don't do this. This is a bad idea. Of course, nobody listened. And they went. And here we are, what, three years later? and there's indictments, and people are going to jail and losing their livelihoods. The, the divide between Americans is insane. And it has now gotten worse. If the hardcore Trump people protest as he calls for then they will become everything that the left has ever called them. Everything. They will be the terrorists. They will be the, the, the fascists. They will be everything. The right, the normal people on the right, will not have a leg to stand on after that. The politics will be destroyed. America, in my humble opinion, will be gone. We were kind of teetering with the way everything's been going. But America, as we know it, the 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 experiment that is America will be gone. Period. If people protest, if and possibly when Trump is indicted, then there will be a civil war. And unfortunately, the difference between this civil war. And the one from the 1800s will be a little bit different because at least the one during 1860 something or another will be technically over principle. It will be because it was wrong to to have slavery. It was a right thing to end slavery, and among other things that was going on. There's an, a shred of principle in this. Now we can argue at length as to whether or not anything that Trump said in here is is true. That you know the the people who are pushing this are funded by George Soros and the, all the corruption and blah blah blah. We can argue that until we're blue in the face because we're never going to know because the corrupt people are not going to admit they're corrupt. But if he does get indicted and if he does go to jail and all of this stuff, everything that the right or the, excuse me the left has always wanted then what's going to happen is there will be a civil war. And this this civil war will not be over principle. It will be over a man. Period. Donald Trump was not a great president. He was okay. He was decent in a lot of things. And he screwed us in a lot more. You know, it was even, even. My life, I believe a lot of people's lives, everyday life was better. but at a cost. The debt increased. That was one of my biggest pet peeves. And he is calling for people to protest. He's actually advocating at this point to have something happen that the left has been accusing people during January 6th all these years. And if people go and protest his arrest, then we're done. It's over. It it will be the end. Granted, it would be unprecedented. It would be the first president ever indicted for anything. But to sit here and to protest him being indicted. America's fate is sealed at that point. The arrest of a former president, current White House candidate, would be unprecedented, especially given that the underlying charge is a six-year-old misdemeanor. Prosecutors are expected to charge Trump with a felony by arguing that the alleged crime was committed to hide an illegal campaign contribution a charge some legal experts have characterized as tenuous. In case you've been under a rock, the case involves an alleged payment that former Trump attorney Michael Cohen admits that he made to Stormy Daniels during the presidential race to keep quiet about an alleged 2006 tryst between Trump and Daniels. Cohen pleaded guilty to related charges Served time in prison. Although non-disclosure agreements are legal, the potential problem for Trump centers around how his company reimbursed Cohen. The payment was listed as a legal expense and the company cited a retainer agreement with Cohen. The retainer agreement did not exist. And the reimbursement was not related to any legal services from Cohen, thus setting up a potential misdemeanor criminal charge of falsifying business records. The report said that Trump personally signed several of the checks to Cohen while he was serving as president. Prosecutors can elevate the misdemeanor to a felony if they can prove that Trump's quote intent to defraud end quote included an intent to commit and conceal a second. Crime. Prosecutors argue that the second crime is that the $130,000 hush payment was an improper donation to the Trump campaign because the money was used to stop a story for the purpose of benefiting his presidential campaign. I'm begging you. If you support Trump in any way, if you were a Trump supporter back in the day, if you... Supported him in any way. If you're what they call an actual MAGA person, please, I'm I'm begging you. Don't do anything stupid. Don't protest. Don't do it. Don't go out of the house. Let it go. If you want to argue that the system is corrupt, then the people that need to be blamed for that is not the corrupt people. It is us. We're to blame because we are the ones that put those people into office. We were the ones who went into that ballot box and pencil whipped it down one party line or the other strictly because that's what we thought was the thing to do. We don't know who in the hell was actually being elected. We just said, uh, they don't have a D in front of their name. I'll pick them. Or they don't have an R in front of their name. So I'll pick them. We failed. And to take and do something like protesting his arrest, his indictment, just further ruins it. There's no, there will be no chance to go back. There will be no fixing it. The moment anybody organizes a protest for him, the moment he is indicted and arrested, we're done. We're done even if everything is fully corrupt, even if everything is complete BS and they're dragging this out on purpose to try and... No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're done. Because everybody will be proven to be right. The left will have been proven to have been right about everything and there's nothing that could be done to stop it. Freedom will be gone. And when it's gone, it's never going to come back. Begging! I'm begging you! I'm begging you! Please, if you, anybody you know, urge them, don't do this. And I've been in fighting with people on Twitter all day long over this, all day long. There have been no, everybody's argued one side up and down another. Oh, it's our constitutional right to be able to protest. Yes, you are absolutely right. It is your constitutional right to be able to protest, to be able to go out, to be able to, to speak your mind. The problem with it is, is you are worshipping a man, and you are forgetting the principles. What, what Did he commit a crime? Did he do wrong? Last I checked, we were supposed to be a nation of laws. We want people, all people, to be held to the same laws, period. That's the point. We don't want one person to be special over another. That's one of the reasons why people, a lot of people, can't stand the whole diversity and ex- inclusion and, and, and equality thing. Because you're giving special treatment to one group and not to another. If everybody was applied the same rules across the board and no one would complain. And that's what's not, that's that's not going on. You're going to lose your mind because a man possibly is going to be indicted and arrested for a crime. If he did it, he did it. He should pay the price for it. Because I'm telling you right now, had it been any of us who have done it, we would be in trouble. We would be the ones going to jail. Period. But because it's Trump for some reason, he can't, oh no, we can't do that. They're after him. Yeah, they're going to be after him. Just like they're after DeSantis and everybody else. People are going to have enemies. And you can, we can sit here and say the whole system's corrupt. Well, we did it. It is our fault. It's not anybody else's fault. It's not the corrupt people in office doing it. It's not George Soros. It's not anybody else's fault. It's ours. We did this. And instead of taking responsibility for it, instead of going, you know what? This stuff needs to stop. Maybe we need to change. Election season's rolling around. Not very far away. Yay. Does this give anybody the resolve to maybe do their actual due diligence when it comes to their their civic duty in voting? And I don't know, look up who is running in your district, who's running in your area. Who are they? What do they stand for? What do they believe in? Maybe, just maybe, take a little bit of time out of your precious week in life and go show up to some point where this person speaks. Hear them. Hear them. Ask a question. Find out what's going on. Now we can't do that. We can't do that. It makes too much sense. Because I'm busy. I've got other things to do. And then when crap hits the fan like it's going now, oh, suddenly it's a bad thing. We did this. All of it. I have never liked, even during his... Term as office as president. I never liked how people worshipped this man. Idolism and it's at its finest. Couldn't stand it. I can't stand it now. And is getting ready to to destroy America as a whole. If you are a Trump supporter an avid. Trump support. If you were one of these sycophants and you are determined to go out there and protest and fight and argue about this whole thing, then thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed America. I hope you enjoyed the freedoms we had. I hope you enjoyed the way it was because that is gone and gone forever. It's never going to come back. Those, those freedoms we enjoyed, everything is gone. I'm not saying that we shouldn't stand up for what we believe in. I'm not saying to not stand up for what's right. But there's a way to do it. People on Twitter all day have been telling me how it's okay for the left to do it. No, no, Sounds like children. Well, he did it first. He touched me. He touched me. I, uh, mm, Grow the hell up. If you fight fire with fire, everything burns. There's nothing left, and that's what's about to happen. I couldn't believe that I spent the, not the entire day, a good portion of today on Twitter for the first time ever agreeing with every and fighting against people who normally would agree with me. I spent all day arguing. And with the other side being called a traitor, being called uh, 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 unconstitutional, and it was the weirdest thing because usually it's the other side. (laughs) It's usually the other side that gets me on on everything. Not today. Not today. Today has been people who quote unquote are on. I can't say my side. I hate doing it like that. But somewhat believe along the lines that I do. Not exactly, obviously, because I'm I can't. I can't. This idolism is going to destroy us. And you guys need to wake up. This has bugged me all day long. All day long. I've had, I've up until this point, I have spent a lot of time looking for evidence and proof that, you know, things didn't happen. But like with January 6th, the one thing that everyone swears up and down on the left is that Trump led an insurrection. Deadly insurrection overturned the government. And I'd argue that. I argued that he didn't lead it because he wasn't there. That he didn't lead it because there was points where he told people not to go, to go home and to leave it be. And not because I like the guy, but because I'm about being fair. If the guy did something wrong, if he actually did something fine, then own up to it. I'll own up to it. I'll agree with it, whatever. But you don't sit here and just blindly lied about somebody and spread propaganda like that. You don't. It's not right. But now I'm I, this statement. This this statement. This one sentence. Protest. Take our nation back. It's not how you do it. It's not. If he committed a crime, he should be held responsible. We said it all the entire time. We said all the same stuff during Hillary. Server in the bathroom, remember that? Just just off the dome. We were livid about all this stuff. Well, she did all this stuff, and it's not right. no, 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 no. And now that there's a possibility that he is committed, albeit a small thing, is, 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 is it a stupid way to get? Absolutely. It's, this is ridiculous. But it's still a law. It's still a violation of the law, let me say. And if it were any one of us that it would ha, that, that, that did that, we would have been in trouble quick, fast, and in a hurry. So what makes Trump better? What makes Trump different? The whole thing, this whole situation, bothers me to my core. The fact that that that, that we're at a point in in American society where we were constantly there's there's a constant uh, a push to arrest, indict whatever, a former president, right or wrong, good or bad, whether he did it or not is not the point. That's never happened before, no matter what has happened. And there were some bad people, bad presidents who did some really bad things and never got held accountable for anything. So, yeah, campaign to contributions, oh, And this is the way that they're going to try and do it. I've, I've heard people on Twitter say that, the, you know, akin that this process, the way they're starting with this, as uh, how they got Al Capone. Whether you start under tax, you know, evasion or, you know, money situation and then turn around and they're able to hit him with everything else. If Trump goes to jail, it'll be unprecedented. It'll be a dark time in America. But if we fight and protest and and act as even close, if it's even a smidge of what January 6th was, which in my personal opinion was a bunch of stupid people that but it was not that bad. Should they have, you know, caused the damage to the Capitol building? Absolutely not. Protesting, standing outside, eh, whatever. Happens all the time. But the moment you cross the line, start tearing stuff up and stealing things and doing whatever, you're an idiot. And you just made everything that we supposedly stand for null and void. But the fact that he's openly advocating for this, I, I can't, please, I'm, be, I'm begging, I'm begging you. If you know anybody, if you are one of those people, don't go. Please, for the love of God, don't go. Because the moment you go, I beg. I fervently believe this is this is an Archduke Ferdinand moment something is going to happen something people show up to protest something is going to happen that will be the catalyst for civil war and I, I can't I can't watch it I can't please please don't go Follow us on Twitter, at DOA Show. A lot more to come. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: In today's troubled world, our USA Armed Forces stand ready to protect you, your family, and our American way of life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not.
1: This is Defenders Live. Okay. (sighs) I think I've calmed down now. Anyway, so a Christian school forfeited a girls' basketball game in the state playoffs because their opponent had a high school boy on the squad. Now, the Vermont Principals Association has banned the Christian school from future tournaments. I said it wrong on purpose because I'm trying to liven the mood. February... Mid-Vermont Christian School's girls' basketball team was scheduled to play against Lung Trail Mountain, which was a high school, which has a high school boy on its girls' basketball roster. Vicky Fogg, the head of the Mid-Vermont Christian School, issued a statement delineating why her school would not play. Quote, we withdraw from the tournament because we believe playing against an opponent. The biological male jeopardizes the fairness of a game and the safety of our players. Allowing biological males to participate in women's sports sets a bad precedent for the future of women's sports in general. In quote. Which is fair. That's a, that's a fair thing to say. When the point of separating my, uh, 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 women's sports from men's sports is to keep the competition fair. Men are biologically different. Bigger, stronger, denser bodies, more muscle structure, more bone density, da 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 so forth, and so on. Okay? It's kind of unfair to have even one guy on a girl's team playing against a bunch of women. I don't see what the problem with it is. But apparently, on Monday, the, Ver- the Vermont Principals' Association, which conveniently controls high school sports in the state, sent the Christian school a letter which stated, quote, on March thirteenth, twenty twenty-three, VPA Executive Council met and determined that mid-Vermont Christians fall fit in two twenty twenty-three, and corresponding rationale is shared in the Valley News of tw- of two twenty-five-twenty three, that'd be the date, violates VPA policies, which is aligned with Vermont state law specifically in a school's action, do not meet the exceptions of the VPA's first and second policy, commitment to racial, gender fair, and disability awareness, and policy of gender identity respectfully. Thus, Mid-Vermont Christian School is ineligible to participate in VPA activities going forward." Quote. VPA Executive Director Jay Nichols revealed the VPA board voted unanimously Fifteen to nothing to ban mid Vermont Christian school, saying, "Quote: If you do not want to follow VPA rules, that's fine, but then you're just not a VPA member. It's fairly simple." End quote. Good, okay. I mean, uh, head. Applause, first off, hats off to this Christian school for standing up for their belief and their principles. You know, I mean, I, albeit it's a very simple one. Men have an advantage over women in physical sports. Ta-da! Even that simple, like it. it I don't get. I don't understand how this is. Something that nowadays they actually have to make an issue out of. But In January, Fogg wrote to Vermont's Agency of Education asking for permission to receive public tuition funding while noting it had the right to protest anti-discrimination laws. Quote, as a religious organization, the school has a statutory and constitutional right to make decisions based on its religious beliefs, including hiring and disciplining employees, associating with others, and in its admission, conduct and operations policies and procedures. By signing this form, the Mid-Vermont Christian School does not waive any such right, end quote. Quote, the transgender and gender nonconforming students are to be provided the same opportunities to participate in physical education as are all other students. Generally, students should be permitted to participate in physical education and sports in accordance with the student's gender identity. Participation in competitive athletic activities and sports will be resolved on a case-by-case basis. That from the Vermont Agency Education's best practices and what they stated there. I have an idea. No one seems to like this idea. But why not have a third group? Now, before I go into that, I don't understand, I don't know, I I still, like the whole transgender thing, it doesn't make sense to me. I feel that there's some severe psychological issues going on there for one to believe that they are uh, in the wrong body. Mainly because the body is such a complex and deep uh, 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 creation that it's kind of hard, you know, everything is kind of wired a certain way based off of the genetics, based off of your DNA, based off of all of that. Um, so it's kind of hard for one to, or myself to be able to put those two together. Um, but that's, I digress. If you insist, if, if this is the direction that, that, Mankind as a whole, not just America and not just the society, but if if this is the direction that mankind is going, that people are going to continuously um, question whether or not they are what they were born, the gender they were born as, then for the sake of peace, because that's what I'm after. I'm after resolution. I'm after peace about everything. I'm tired of listening to one side or another bitch and complain. I'm tired. I'm tired. If you or someone you love is a transgender, a young transgender at that, which that's a whole other conversation for another day, but if you or someone you love is a transgender and you insist or someone you love insist on participating in say sports at a you know high school level, collegiate level, even professional level. Why not have a division, a group, whatever you want to call it for transgenders? If it's becoming such a popular thing or if it is becoming if if it's a real thing that's at at the levels that we're being told it is, then it shouldn't be hard to be able to develop a program for these individuals. Period. I, I don't. I don't see what the problem. You want to identify. You are a woman. You are a woman. Your uh, gender and your identity in said gender match. Woman. Your gender and gender identity match. Man, okay? Those that those stay that way. Women over here, men over here. If you are transgender, if you are someone who doesn't believe that, then you can be here in the third one. Because again, if it's going to be as popular, if it's if it's truly as big of a thing as it's being made out to be, this should not be difficult. It, it shouldn't be hard to form a program to even have fans for a transgender, uh, whatever sport activity is. It shouldn't be. I mean, think about it. There should be enough people, if, if it's a, that popular, to be able, and then you can have them all mixed. That way, everyone going into that program knows what's coming, knows exactly what to expect. Whether you're in the women's or in the men's, or even the transgender, you know what to expect. Okay? You're not going to be in the women's expecting to go across somebody who claims to be a woman but has the bone density, the muscle mass, everything else of a man. You're not going to be in the men's sports and having somebody who identifies as a man, doesn't perform, and then turns around and complains all the time and turns around and makes it not fun to do. Let them have their own bit. Let them have their own little group, their own little thing, and then everyone's happy. Why doesn't anybody else pick up on this? Why isn't this such a good idea? Why aren't we doing this? I don't know. Kudos to the the Vermont school for saying, yeah, we're not going to be a part of this. And they all knew very well what, what it probably meant when they sent the letter. But kudos to them for, for standing up and saying, yeah, not today. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be a part of this stupidity. Speaking of stupidity, a California lawmaker is introducing uh, a bill. Or a did he introduce a bill? Banning additives used in Skittles, jelly beans, Campbell's soup, some breads, and more, according to CNET and other outlets. Quote, Californians shouldn't have to worry about the food they buy in their neighborhood grocery store. It might be full of dangerous additives or toxic chemicals, end quote. That was California Assemblymember Jesse Gabrielle in a press release. Gabrielle is the chair of the Assembly Committee on Privacy and Consumer Protection. Uh, quote, this bill will correct for a concerning lack of federal oversight and help protect our kids and public health and the safety of our food supply, end quote. I wonder what's going to happen. If this goes through, if, if California really pulls this off and this becomes law, and you will not be able to buy Skittles and whatever else in California. I wonder how many people are going to start going to jail for for peddling Skittles. <laughs> hey, buddy, come here, come here. I got something for you. Interested? You looking for some Skittles, man? I got Skittles, Sour Patch Kids. I got them right here. Right here. Look at right here. Would you like some? that come on man that's <laughs> get pulled over by a state trooper sir do you uh, do you have any contraband in your car <laughs> we're going to have to search your car for skittles god <sighs> if enacted beloved candies soups and breads would become illegal to manufacture or sell in the state Foods on the chopping block include Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Jelly Beans, Trident, Sugar-Free Gum, Pez, Hostess Desserts, Campbell's Soups, Old El Paso Queso Sauce, Certain Brands of Bread, and more. I'm telling you, if anybody's looking for a... uh, a a a killer um uh company job whatever to start you you, you want to be a cartel for for these products into California because I'm sure that they may ban this stuff and there will be some of those raggedy people who won't do it and be like oh no I can't have skittles and da, da da but a majority of people are going to kind of go mm this is retarded this is dumb I'm not going to do this and you might have a gr- I'm just saying I'm you know I don't I could be wrong. The bill would be the first in the United States to ban the use of named additives in processed foods. Gabriel notes that processed foods and candies contain the substances are, quote, marketed to children, low-income consumers, and communities of color, end quote. See? So apparently, apparently, People of color are the only ones who eat Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, jelly beans, Trident sugar-free gum, Pez, Hostess desserts, Campbell soups, Old El Paso queso sauce, and certain breads, and more. Now, I'm not a fan. I have thought about this from time to time, about how we've come a long way. Like, nobody grows their own food. Nobody makes their own food. Nobody does anything anymore. I mean, some people do, but it's not, it's usually fun. It's usually a hobby. It's usually, it's never out of necessity. Nobody sits there and buys a bread maker to make bread because, well, if I don't, I don't have bread. Let's be realistic. Now, there might be a few, but I'm talking it's, 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 you know, one, one millionth of a percent kind of thing. Most people buy a bread maker because it's cool I made bread. <laughs> and that's it. Nobody does anything out of necessity anymore. And that's always bothered me. I've always wondered what it would be like to live for a year on 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 food that's not been processed that don't have chemicals in it that doesn't have you know if you want candy you make candy the natural way you want to have food and and meat and vegetables and and and, and bread and things like that you do you, all on unprocessed way you do it the way you know before all the additives and chemicals ever came into existence and use i would love to spend a year eating like that that would be fantastic i would lo- just to see what how different my body feels but we don't do that. We don't have a reason to do that. Because the way society is, because of, of just the way things are, you know, economies and, and, or not the economy, but, you know, industry as a whole, it's, it's, it's convenience. It's so much easier to work and then go to a grocery store and pay somebody who has done the work that made said product and take it home and do it that way than it is to work a job and then go and make it yourself. Let's let's be fair. Gabriel's bill proposes a prohibition, because that prohibition always works out well, doesn't it, on manufacturing, selling, delivering, distributing, holding, or offering for sale foods, Containing any uh, five substances. The substances are brominated uh, vegetable oil, potassium bromate, propylparpobin, uh, red dye three, and titanium dioxide. Doesn't that sound appetizing? Now, if you're a fan of Skittles or, you know, Sours Patch Kids or things like that, then you probably are and don't even know it. The targeted substances are already banned in the European Union over health concerns, according to Gabriel's statement, because, you know, that's what's important. What is the European Union doing? What is Europe doing? Because we got to be just like Europe. Those health risks, Gabriel says, include an increase in cancer. Everything gives you cancer. Behavioral issues for children, reproductive harm, and damage to the immune system. Quote, why are these toxic chemicals in our food? That was a question posed by Susan Little, the Environmental Working Group's governmental affairs senior advocate for California. Yeah, there's there's chemicals in food. A lot of it's there to preserve it, to make it last longer, so it can sit on shelves, so people can make it mass. It all makes sense. It's not good to ingest, but whatever. But I love how they causes behavioral issues for children. Do you know why it causes behavioral issues from children? I would argue because parents are not being parents anymore. Because of things like this, why would a parent need to make a decision in their home when the government's going to do it for them? That and parents are usually crazy busy trying to work to pay bills because God knows, especially in California, everything's expensive. You can't afford to live hardly anyway. So good for them. Staying in California, because who doesn't want to? Not a lot of people. Anyway, uh, (laughs) San Francisco's board supervisors met Tuesday to discuss a proposal for race-based payouts for injustice committed against past generations by past generations. Reparations, in case you didn't understand that one. Despite having previously stressed that San Francisco, a city where slavery was never legal in a state, where slavery was never legal, could not afford to meet the activists' demands, the Democratic supervisors ultimately approved the San Francisco African-American Reparations Advisory Committee's initial draft. The draft, which calls for a $5 million lump sum payment, total debt forgiveness, and other perks may satisfy those keen to become millionaires overnight in a city that ranks two out of Uh, in the Neighborhood Scouts Crime Index. But it kind of managed to draw a little bit of ire from the uh, San Francisco NAACP. Previous previous reporting stated that the proposed $5 million sum, debt forgiveness and guaranteed incomes, $97,000 as of last year, to be kept in sync with Area Median Income Annual for 250 years. Are together meant to make amends, quote, for decades of harms, end quote, black residents reportedly experienced. Although the proposal concedes that slavery was never legal in San Francisco or in the state of California, it holds that, quote, the tenets of segregation, white supremacy, and systematic repression and exclusion of black people codified through legal and extra-legal actions, social codes, and judicial enforcement. End quote. I mean, I I can't with these stupid people. You're I was gonna keep going with the story, but I'm I'm about to I'm debating. Do I have time for a rant? Did slavery happen? Mm-hmm. Was segregation after the fact happening? Mm-hmm. Was there lynchings? Was it a bad time? Did did, did black people, any, well, and I'll play the whole black, the people of color. Was there a point in, in places that that, that, that anybody who wasn't white tended to get abused in one way or another? It was. But, you know, there was also a stretch where there were white people who were being uh, picked on and who were being uh, abused. We're not doing anything about that. I'm all for, if there is a single living person of color who was there during... um, You know, Jim Crow, who was, and not even just there during it, who was actually abused, who was, you know, had crosses burned in the yard, who were mistreated, who were literally and physically hated on. Yes. Okay, fine. Fine. Give that person something. Okay. Okay. But to sit here and to lump this into one giant thing and say, well... We, as a city, have never allowed slavery. The state itself has never allowed slavery, but we just feel that we have to pay for something that we didn't do. No. No. One, California and San Francisco can't afford that anyway. You can't. You just can't. But to turn around and to, to, to... you're not helping the situation you're still segregating you're still isolating a group of people in my opinion by offering to hand black people people of color whatever reparations like this you're telling them that they don't have the they still don't have the ability to take care of themselves to become whatever it is they want to be it takes you the government to fix it for them. And that's wrong. Period. The lump sum is, therefore, not intended to, quote, remedy enslavement, but to address the public policies explicitly created to subjugate black people of San Francisco, end quote. The panel's approval... Uh, draft proposal states that eligible applicants must be between the ages of 18 years old. Eight, eighteen, eighteen 18 years old. Now, uh, <sighs> 18 years. Math is not my forte. I'm not very good at it. Uh, especially on the fly like this, but I'm going to to go out on a limb, uh, that would put them at least being born in 2005. Correct me if I'm wrong. Again, math is not my strong suit. 2005. Okay. I would like to know what kind of uh, public policies We're subjugating black people anywhere, not just San Francisco, anywhere in 2005. Anyway, continuing on, the panel's approval is at least 18 years old and have identified identified as black or African-American on public documents for at least 10 years. Identified. Are you kidding me? (sighs) Additionally, they must satisfy two out of eight other criteria, such as being born or having migrated to the city between 1940 and 1996, which, again, if you're at least 18... With proof of residency for at least 13 years, being personal or direct descendant of someone, quote, incarcerated by the failed war on drugs or being a personal or direct descendant of someone enslaved before 1965 or 1865. It goes on that the NAACP is not happy about that and call it a load of crap. And it is a load of crap. Seriously. Just stop it. How about just treat people like people and everything will be fine. Just saying. oh, And that's it. Show's over. Follow us on all the social medias at D-O-A-E Show. Follow us on Twitter at D-O-A-E Show. You can follow me at uh, Dylan Lyles on Twitter. You can find this show uh, now streaming. I've got video up. If you hadn't noticed it, we're streaming on Twitter and on YouTube. Also, uh, you can find the show as a podcast. Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, all them fun places. A lot of good things coming. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.